Welcome to Into the Time Vortex Podcast. Today we're talking about the return of the Doctor Who series with the episode Rose. And I am Ken. I'm Jeff. Julia. Scott. And this episode was pretty big. Uh, first off, were you a fan when it came back? Were you like, you weren't a fan no, before? No, no. I had seen a couple of episodes of Tom Baker's Doctor Who, mm -hmm. but all I remembered was the hat, the hair, and the scarf. So were you, when it came on, did you watch Rose, Was that, or did you come in later on? I came in after it had been okay. on for a while, but yeah, that was my first real official Doctor Who sure. thing. So this was like a big deal, because I yes. remember following every single news piece, and it was online, and they had those photos that they showed of you think someone's, um, yeah. and it was just weird how they just kind of like, um, there was so much publicity about it, and I was so pumped up and everything. I was too. They also had that trailer where he's running and the fireballs behind him. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah that was kind of cool. I, mean, I, I kept trying not to get my hopes up because I kept thinking, like, I'm not going to believe it until I'm sitting down and watching it, and when I finally did, I was, like, blown away. I was like, oh, this is, this is like... I don't know, it was like a dream come true, you know, because I had been following Doctor Who since I was 10, like back in the 80s. So, uh, and and just on a side note, this friend of mine, like we both have been lifelong Doctor Who fans, he got a copy of the episode uh, when it first came out, it, and he made me wait two days before he came over to, to play it for me. So he had watched it without me, and then he made me sit there and wait for two days dying to see this episode and when he finally brought it I was like I was just I watched it like two or three times. You make a good point because it didn't come out in America at the same time it came out in Britain. Right. Up to that point we hadn't even known when it was gonna come out in America. I don't think it came it out a year been, later. Yeah, but they had at the time that it aired in England, there was no evidence that it was even gonna air here in America at all, right? They didn't yeah. say who was it, Sci Fi Channel that got Sci -Fi it? Sci fi channel yeah. eventually got it, yeah. yeah. But they didn't they didn't have it. So they didn't say, Well, we'll air it a year later so obviously, a lot of people who could watched it anyways, despite it wasn't right. on. <laughs> yeah. Did any of you see the leaked? Yeah. I I, yeah, that was the first one I saw. Yeah. The Canadian one. It was a leaked version of it. <laughs> he calls know. me up and goes, "Hey, guess what?" I'm like, "What? It's already now. Someone leaked it. Do you want a copy?" I'm like, <laughs> uh, "What do you think?" And I said, "I'll be there in half an hour." <laughs> <laughs> I watched the look on your face when you handed to me. Says, "This is horrible." Well, no, I watched it with my brother, and I, I hate to say this, my at first I thought it was fake, like, like the star credits come on, and I thought either someone, some fan had created the star credits because I thought they were very amateurish, and then I also was like, well, maybe they this is temporary, and when they the real yeah. episode comes out, they'll be the real opening credits, and they weren't; they were the same yeah. ones. I, I didn't like how the TARS bounced around because it really looked like a cartoon to me. It looked really... Yeah. But that kind of set the stage for the whole... That's exactly what the series was like. It was no longer going to be a slow-moving TARS. It was going to be boop, 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 boop. Yep. And you're going to be like, oh, my God, because everyone's on drugs and we have to follow the, along with the series. But And, you know, I expected <laughs> the BBC to be very cutting-edge with their design, and it's like the, the lens flares on the logo, I couldn't believe uh, it. I was yeah, like, they've been... Photoshop's had lens flares for, like, ten years or more. And, like, that's what they chose. And 
But, I mean, it grew on me. I liked it. But, you know, there's there have been new logos since then. But I, I couldn't believe they just, you know, they throw in a couple lens flares. But they got rid of the lens flares when Tenet came. Yeah, yeah. I, I think so, yeah. But still, I, yeah, I thought it was fake when I first saw it. And until I started watching it, until I was like maybe five, ten minutes into it, then I was like, okay, this is for real. Well, so. I was really excited. I mean, not to get... I was just getting into the torrents of... <laughs> And it was really exciting to me because now it opened up a whole new thing. And at the same time, uh, Jerry Anderson was coming out with New Captain Scarlet. And that was aired during the day, in the morning, and then Doctor Who would air at night. So I would have two new things to watch every single Saturday. And I compared them, and I was like, I, I still like New Captain Scarlet better than Doctor yeah. Who. I was a little disappointed. But in terms of the first episode, I was really hyped up and... It's not all bad, in my opinion. There was some really good foundation. It started. It, it started off well. It started yeah. off good, and then all of a sudden it got silly. Yeah. It well, started off good because you had the mystery. You had you know, you know the the scariness with the odd times where they're running away, and then all of a sudden you had Mickey getting eaten by the the garbage can, oh, yeah. and then they shoot the champagne into his head, and it's just kind of you know the pizza. I mean, it's it's like this juxtaposition of like this like drama and then this like slapstick comedy and yeah, right in the middle. It also just started going downhill. I thought the funniest scene was when the doctor goes up, champagne. The scene you're talking about. It would have been perfect if it wasn't for the pu 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 pu, and and he was so plastic and yeah. If if they had played that serious. That would have been that's that's Doctor Who in my opinion because it, it's always a really dire situation where you're like oh my God Mickey's and the fact that she's not recognizing that he's, that he's not himself it's kind of silly too but but he goes ahead and and like all of a sudden is in the middle of the situation and then all, all hell breaks loose that was perfect but it just went over the top with it's almost like Russell T Davis said we don't want to scare anyone so let's you know, the bin eating him, that's kind of scary. Let's make it burp. Yeah. Okay, oh, that everyone. was so stupid. You know, that, was, that was the part that killed it for me. I mean, yeah. I I could let the rest slide, but that was just, like, so. that was just slapstick. And I'm yeah. like, it's, I, I didn't think it was funny the first time. So, I don't know. But My daughter does, though. I've yeah. seen, she's seen that episode. Yeah. She's only watched a couple of Doctor Who episodes, yeah. Planet, name, name one. But she's seen that episode, and so when she helps me put the bins out every <laughs> Sunday night, she lifts one up. And, okay, I, I get. Okay, I guess I see some value in it now. <laughs> yeah, and I suppose like you know they like like Russell T Davies had said it was you know a family show, so there's things for everybody. So. Yeah, but you don't have this stupid thing burp. I mean, come on, that's stupid. Well, then, well, then we, if we, we if we get later into the, like the 40 World million, War Three, yeah, yeah um, you know, there's you just have to cherry pick what's good and what. It was a children's show in the seventies, and they scared the crap out of everybody. Yeah. Well, yeah. one of the moments in this episode was when the Autons come breaking out of they're at the mall there or whatever. Mm -hmm. They break through the glass and they shoot Clive. 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 <laughs> we don't see it. We just see someone's expression, which is interesting because. I've never seen that in Doctor Who. I've always, we've always seen someone go, you know, when they fall and down, down yeah. and they just cut to someone screaming, and I'm like, it's noticeable to me, and maybe it's not noticeable yeah. to other people, but, like, in the next episode, 
the tree girl got, dies off camera. They're just showing. Yeah, I like, saw her in, on fire, though. You do see her on fire a little bit. Um, Maybe right at the beginning, but not. You're not she catches fire, but you don't see her like in her. You death. don't see her burn. Yeah. Up completely. You don't see a corpse on the ground like. You know, like, uh, for example, you don't the, see the, the horror fame rock where someone gets electrocuted and they're, <laughs> yeah. they have to put a shroud over them or something. But Well, I mean, I think that, the, you know, this in this era, people are more, cons like, in some ways, people are more concerned that their children don't get exposed to these things. But then, on the other hand, they'll take them to really violent movies. Mm -hmm. So it's like, okay for the movies, but if it's a family television show, you can't actually show anybody getting killed. Which is silly, but yeah. and, you know. I think they, 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 they're not worried as worried about that now. No, yeah. showing more. But I was nervous because I Doctor Who was always considered to me to be almost like a horror TV series to a degree, and those are my favorites. And every time they scale back on the violence, it just seemed noticeable to me. But. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's one of the things I had a problem with. And the diffusing of the problem, it was a building it up of tension, then you get a burp, and it's like, oh. Then you build up, build up, build up, and then it's pizza. And I felt Russell D. Davis did that throughout his first season almost all the time. He always found a way, and I always thought the doctor was the one who diffused the situation. Like, if there was a really, like, oh, my God, I can't believe these autons are killing people and stuff. The doctor would say something that kind of diffused the whole situation, but in this case, it's not. It's just the the aliens diffusing the situation, especially later on with those Sylvine or whatever. They they diffuse their own. You you weren't scared of them because they were like, well, they these, you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, there was there was. I think Eccleston did some some great like humorous bits, like when he's describing like the nesting must have this giant radar dish circle thing it must be completely invisible and Rose points to the, the, to the, the wheel yeah. and he looks at it twice and he's like what yeah it was more than twice yeah it was, it was too like, often but yeah I that and I, I love his first interaction with her yeah where he's doing the cards and he's looking and he's and and then even the hand I, I, you yeah know, I, I, I accept I was like oh, that's not kind of silly but her Inability to even recognize that it's, you know, it's almost like it's Mickey's fault because Mickey did it earlier. Yeah. So I think he was like... Uh, and, and then she's like, oh, man, always, and then with the, with the fake hands, always doing the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I got that humor. I, I thought that was perfect. clever. Um, yeah. I, um. I, I have another scene that I absolutely hate. Clive? And it, no, no, no. He's fine. And oh. it, it, it totally defines the show in my mind, and I've rattled on about it for decades afterwards. Um, there, there's a scene where Rose suddenly realizes that Nikki's probably dead. And it was a really good scene because he's kind of like, and she gets really mad at him. He's like, well, look, I'm an alien, blah, 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 blah. And, and she's like, oh, my God, I can't believe this. Then he says... Then they find that the tower, the the, uh, the radar dish, and the next scene is a defining moment in Doctor Who history where he's running across the bridge with her, and you can see the bus They're going by, hands. and she has the biggest smile on her face. She's having the time of her life, seconds after hearing that her boyfriend had passed away or, or was potentially been, yeah. dead, 
And I hated that because it, it just totally, I didn't buy into the, the, that they were in danger anymore because she was smiling. And Russell T. Davis has always said he wants these people, this is an adventure, they want to be, have fun. In the original series, how often do you see these characters having fun? They're usually, you know, tears, and, oh my God, we're dying, you know, and I think he wanted to do something a little different. Why would Tegan want to stay with the Doctor if she was going through hell every single episode? The whole point was these companions were having a f fun time, even though they were in danger, and then later on in Tooth and Claw, she's like, Rose is like, Werewolves! Yay! And people are dead everywhere, and that's when they mm -hmm. called her out on it. But um, I thought I thought that was really I hated that moment because yeah. I felt like it was really like I, took me right out. Well, that just defines Rose. I mean, at the end, she leaves Mickey, says thanks for nothing, and goes runs off with the doctor. Well, I, I think it's a, it's a well, subtle what she was build up to for be, what happens. She was never supposed to be the nicest person throughout the series. Is that she just wasn't really that into him as a boyfriend? No, um, no, definitely. Like, you know, as a, as a, um, you know, like when he's an auton and they're sitting in the car and she's like not even paying attention, doesn't even realize he's an auton. That shows that like she's like in her own world and she's not really that connected with him emotionally. So well, could, and to be fair, yeah, I don't think he was that connected to her either. You know, after her store blows up, he comes over and and doesn't want to hang out with her. He wants to take her down the pub so we can watch the last sure. minutes of the match. Yeah. You know, and and he's not. Yeah, and, then, and, then, and then he doesn't want to wash a coffee cup out for her when she goes over to his apartment <laughs> to have a cup of yeah, coffee. Yeah. And she's like, make sure you wash it. Don't just rinse it out. And he kind of rolls his eyes at her. And, and he says something about, don't read my email when she goes online. It's like, you know, he's probably not the nicest. Yeah, no, you know, they're definitely not a couple either. main... And I don't think the actor and actress liked each other because in the episode Stolen Earth or whatever, where everyone is in the TARDIS console and everyone's kind of hugging each other and congratulating you never see the two of them together at all yeah i got the impression that they probably don't you know in real life they don't like each other that's yeah i think that it's like they tried to have a relationship in the storyline but it just there, there wasn't really a, like a connection like a bond like like what she would end up having for the doctor yeah. but i want to bring up something before i forget mm -hmm. and it's really nitpicky but when she's in clive's garage and he's showing her photographs. The one, you know, as a graphic designer and a, a user of Photoshop for for many many years, like the picture of him, JFK with JFK, oh, that was so. so bad. It yeah, was like bad. it was like they hired someone in art school to Photoshop it. It no, it looked like they took a photo of him, blurred it a little bit, sliced it out with an exacto knife, and then pasted it. I mean, it was really it was it, bad. It, yeah, it was a Photoshop fail. <laughs> It, it, it didn't even look like him, really. No, it looked you like know? he had a turtleneck on as well. Yeah. So. It's funny because I watch stuff all the time when they do that, and, and it never looks impressive. Like, like, no one ever gets it right, I don't think. I, but that was definitely a bad that example. Was bad. The sketch yeah. on his was, was bad. Anyways, creepy guy. I don't this, oh, I didn't mind Clive. I thought he was fine. Yeah. Stalking the doctor. Look. Yeah. Yeah, but... Oh, and... Oh. I think that that would be something that people would do, you know. Mm -hmm. People, people, weirdo internet people get fixated on these things. And he didn't seem that weird. He's had a nice wife and a kid, at least one kid. And uh, you know, going back, you know, in my in my in my false memory of watching this for the first time, thinking about how advanced and futuristic it it seemed, and then 
watching the scene where Rose is on the computer and you see the gigantic monitor and it's probably like Windows 98 or something. And, uh, I mean, the internet was, I mean, the computers were so old school in the scene. It was just, I forget sometimes that, you know, it was made in 2005 because I keep thinking new Doctor Who is, you know, recent, but I mean, yeah, you can definitely see the green screen stuff behind him at times, but you know, whatever. I don't. I give that a pass. Really, yeah. I don't. I don't pay too much. I, I didn't think the effects for the new show were. I I, I I felt like the effects in the original series, when when they were when people were watching them, they didn't care as much because, for BBC, they kind of knew what to expect. Yeah. I felt like, the like in the effects later in the series, with Curse of Fenric or or uh, whatever was probably, you know, everywhere else, everything else in, in the America is still up here and British is still down here. But when the new show come, came back, I still felt they were behind the times. So I still felt, I mean, there's a lot of stuff that was really good. Yeah. But there's still some stuff like the Auton nesting thing at the end was kind of... Yeah, but it, I mean, it looked better it looked than, you know, a, a, a rubber tentacle, you know. But um, one one thing, one other thing I want to mention before we g get through this is that um, I love the fact that they used the original sound effect for the Auton gun when its hand goes. Oh yeah, that was that was excellent. I was just like, yes. <laughs> you wouldn't know because you haven't seen. I haven't seen any of the old Auton ones. Yeah, yeah. yeah we did. We did turn the Autons a couple months ago. Oh, that's right. Okay, oh, I guess it didn't stick time. in my head that. Yeah. <laughs> um. <laughs> I thought those those things were terrifying. The autons, yeah. Yeah, they were terrifying. I thought that it was it was really effective. I think especially in the beginning when they come to life in the basement, that that was yeah. Really that was and part the, of the shopping best mall part, when yeah. they come start breaking through. And you got the little kid ones; they're so creepy. Mm -hmm. I mean, those like the old navy dummies. That's what I kept thinking of. The dummies <laughs> yes. when you walk into old navy are creepy as hell, and they came alive to get you. They came alive <laughs> to kill everybody, yeah. and I was like, oh great. I just thought. I just thought they they could have taken that one step further, and, and I mean, you know, I'm comparing to Terradotons and Spearhead from Space, both of which were very very violent episodes where yeah. we see people get killed and we see like there's that one guy comes got, flying out. Yeah, and then there's the guy the guy who's blood all over him and stuff like it's. So I, maybe I'm trying to you know, but I, I felt like when they first appeared, the the music was like. Doo -doo 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 going down the hallway like this, you know, chasing... Yeah, like, they were moving really slow in the beginning, and then all of a sudden they're supposed to be running because the Doctor and Rose are running, but you really see them, like, they're kind of, like, fake running, like... Uh, <laughs> and then you look to the side, and there's, like, this these grates, and there's one coming Trying out of the grate. And that was kind of creepy. I mean, I, I think it, you, you know... I thought they were pretty good, especially compared to the, almost the rest of the season. Yeah. Well, I shouldn't say that, because there was a lot of really good... Monsters later on. I mean, the Dalek one, and then the obviously empty yeah. guy, which we already talked about. But you know, I, I thought they did pretty good with them, and um, I love the Doctor's. There's like moments where I thought this episode was really good, like the the speech where he's talking to her when they're walking out of her apartment, and the, she goes, "Is that the one where she goes? The world revolves around yeah. you." Mm -hmm. That that was kind of well written. And then he talks about how he can feel the Earth rotate. You know, even though I think he nicked that from a, a, another movie or something like that. But I, I like that stuff. I, I liked how the camera followed them um, 
without any edits, like that whole scene, the, all the dialogue was as they were walking, and so the camera must have been on a dolly just following them around like that, and I like how it just kept going. Yeah. Um, and then, oh. I, I, I'm getting mixed up with the next episode. I also wanted to say, like, you could you could tell they had a limited budget, because um, I knew, like, some shots, you know, some location shots were in London, and it's supposed to take place in London, but, like, in the when the Autons attack at the end at the shopping mall... That's in Cardiff. You know that's not... You know that's not London. And there's, like, a strate strategically placed red double-decker bus crashed, and, you know, that, to me, looked... They do that all in the series. Kind of the classic series was always like But that. I forgive that because it was like the first episode yeah. and, you know, I think an American viewer probably wouldn't be able to tell Cardiff and London, you know, to them. So It's funny, yeah. I remember watching this episode and I kind of kept telling people, I'm hoping this is the worst of the season because I'm hoping it would get a lot better. And I, I imagined, I had, I had really high expectations. I really thought that by the end of a couple of seasons of the new show, I, my top ten Doctor episodes of all time would be mostly the new series, and I would bump all the classics out. And by the end of a couple of seasons, I was like, boy, that did not happen, in my <laughs> opinion. And, I mean, there's a couple that probably start to reach up there, but um, this wasn't one of them. But, you know, you know, despite the fact that I was disappointed with it, there's some good stuff in it. Yeah, and to it, its it, credit, it, it did establish bringing back the series, so, yeah. like... I, I have, like, sentimental value towards it, because I remember when I first... I think I watched it maybe two or three times in a row, just to let it sink in that the show was actually be it's back. back. Yeah, yeah. And the production values were better than it had ever looked before, so... Now, you had started watching with uh, Tenet? No, I started with Eccleston. Oh, okay. Um, so, so you Because were... I, okay. I... I just... That's what I do. Yeah. I have to start at the beginning and go to the end. Okay, so uh, you didn't just start watching the show and then start going back. No, So no. you started with... This was this would have been your first episode, yep. right? Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, you know, it had already been on the air. I think Tenet had already started mm -hmm. as the Doctor when I started watching Doctor Who because a friend of mine was raving about it. He's like, you have to watch the show, you have to watch the show. I was like, all right. Because he knew I liked Buffy and he, you know, he knew I liked a lot of that kind of stuff and so he said he thought I would love it. So I started watching it and, uh, yeah, I loved it. I mean, there were definitely goofy things about it, about yeah. this episode and things that were... But for somebody who had never seen Doctor Who before... I was like, what is this? <laughs> I think Rose really sets things up good um, for first-time viewers because it establishes that the TARDIS, you know, is bigger on the inside and, you know, all, all the classic things about, you know, just, you know, the, the, the TARDIS and things like that. Um, yeah, it yeah, it's like we like old fans already knew all about that. It's no big surprise, but for like a first-time viewer to see Rose running around the TARDIS and, and realizing that, you know, she's trying to get away by like trying to get out the gate, thinking that he's just in this this cubicle, and then she's running around and realizing like, you know, there's no you know there's no back to it. It's like all inside. And the funny thing when she was doing that, the Mickey odd time was busting through the door. Yeah, yeah. As she was doing that. It was I like, think the new show. Um, the, I think the acting and the characters are, on the most part, more realistic than the original series. A lot of times, I feel like the original series kind of like, when they introduce a new companion, 
they might be like, oh, there's aliens? And then when five seconds later, they're like, okay, let's go, you, you know? Yeah. And, and especially with later on with Donna, I thought they did it, she was more realistic with, the, with her reactions. And like, even in the next episode, Rose is kind of like, yeah, you Shocked can tell she's thrown yeah. by all the aliens because she kind of goes off. So her reaction to the TARDIS was she runs out of it, and I, I thought they did a pretty good job. And, you know, I, I think the actress is pretty good, too. I mean, later on, she gets on my nerves, but I think uh, in this episode, she was, was one of her better ones. Yeah. So I thought she was believable as somebody yeah. who was, like, completely, what do you mean there's aliens out there? I mean... Mm -hmm. She had a lot of questions, and she didn't really buy it until, I think, until she saw the TARDIS. Yeah. You know, even though he said all those things to her, I don't think she really bought it. Even when she saw the TARDIS disappear initially, you know, after they had that walking, talking scene, um, I don't think it was until she saw inside of it that she was like, I, uh, okay. I, I love at the end when she decides to stay behind, and then he leaves, and then he comes back a second later, and he's it like, oh, did, I, did yeah. I tell you you can also travel through time? And that was just like, all right, I'm leaving this guy behind and yeah. going off with you. I mean, you know, she's living in the projects, basically. She's living on a council estate, which is like our version of the projects. She's got a dead-end job. She's got a dead-end boyfriend. She's got a mother who's sex-crazed <laughs> and not very bright. And, you know, probably thought, hey, here's my chance to see the world and learn some stuff I didn't do in, when I was in school. I don't know. I liked Rose. I mean, she wasn't yeah. my favorite, but I did like her. Yeah. I, I, yeah. Once we get those episodes, we can start. Yeah. We'll yeah. 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 I mean, in this episode, I liked it. Yeah, I thought yeah, it was fine. Yeah, I liked it. It was, it's, it was all right, yeah. It was, it's, yeah, it's also got sentimental value for being, like, the first of the new series. Okay. All right. Okay.